into Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. And indeed you have, yet again, on a Friday night at 8 p.m., roughly, is Turbo Drive Live on SSR for another week. Hello again, Turbo, Monotonous, Voice, Shatner, Changing, uh, uh. Uh, sorry. So anyway, uh, how's everyone doing? Yes, it's pretty cold just now. Yeah, it's cold. Um, uh, oh dear, it's... Oh, I don't know why it's just like... Maybe it's just because we're in October now. Yeah, yeah, it's because, because in October everything fucking drops. Like the temperature drops and whatnot. And it's just like... 
Hey, welcome to winner, bitch. Um, but no, uh, <laughs> it, it's quite chilly just now. It's been raining all day. It's well, I think it's been raining all day. It's, I've been seeing it, uh, seeing the pasture being a little wet. Uh, other than that, it's just like ugh, <laughs> so cold. That's why I got my fleecy um, kind of like jumper on or whatever you want to call it. Um, and ooh, it's so cold. So anyway, <clears throat> hope everyone's uh, hope everyone's having a warmer day uh, and probably have their heating turned up uh, because you know it'd be better for you people to be warm uh, warmed up and uh, you know not be you know cold in any way. It's like we're chilly or getting a you know getting any colds whatsoever. I mean. You know, uh, if you start sniffing, then that's a bad sign there, right there. Yes. Um, which apparently, so many, uh, so many people have actually started getting just now, like, including myself again, uh, just getting like bad sniffles, and it it's like a bloody epidemic. <laughs> Honestly, it's crazy. But uh, anyway. Welcome to the show, yet again. Uh, I will try not to bore you to sleep. Just keep that fire, you know, going. And, you know, you'll be fine. You'll get through the night. You'll get through tonight of uh, Turbo Drive Lives. Cold, bitter, boredom. Um, but, yeah. <coughs> Sorry. So, anyway... Uh, let's run down, shall we, of uh, what's happening in this edition of the Turbo Drive Live Show SSR blah blah blah. Um, we got uh, obviously Sonic News Rewind coming up very shortly. Not much, but hey, a little bit of information and uh, whatnot. Uh, we also got Turbo Source Impressions. Now, Turbo Source Impressions this week is a game demo. Yes, game demo. In fact, two. Game demos. Mmm. Ah, yeah, you know. Ah, ah, yeah, you didn't think of that coming. Mmm. He's got two gaming demos un under his sleeves. Woo! He's got to have double the amount of boredom dialogue he's got to be spewing out for the next 30 minutes. Um, we got that, and then we've got, uh, you know, various, various things in the gaming media that I want to address to people, and actually you know throw a question out there to the listeners again um to a certain thing that just came out this uh, this past week and uh, I'll talk about it later on in the show uh, and of course if you got any questions of your own or got you get uh, any music requests blah 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 you know you get the gist uh, you can send me an email at uh, my new Sonic Stadium email address woo Sonic Stadium uh, turbo at sonicstadium.org you can send them there uh, if you want to and uh, if you are in the IRC chat room as well the IRC uh, ugh, damn it it's like talk like a pirate day was has been and went just shut up John um, we got uh, <clears throat> uh, Josh Burdus it's, it's quite short this week uh, MK Rolkin uh, Spondy, D'Artagnan, 
Uh, here's a new one. Uh, K Kabasis. K Kabasis. Um, uh, Project Phoenix, Ringtailed Fox, Shades, Sonic AD, Tricky, myself, Vija, 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 Vija. Aha. Uh, and a Wade, 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 don't know why I'm messing up a little bit there, but anyway. <coughs> so, hope many many of those people are listening in. And if you are listening in, but you're not in the IRC chat room, just uh, give us a holler. Give us a holler with the email address. You know what to do. You should because it's basically something you should be learning in school very easily. You know, so or even self-learning yourself. It, it's not it's not rocket science. I mean, come on, it's, it's simple. Anyway, uh, so yes, uh, right, going into Sonic News Rewind, uh, right new, and uh, well, with the kind of like, um, you know, we need to get, you know, riled up, get, you know, stuff, because uh, so much so much stuff is going to be happening in October, so, you know, uh, we need to, you know, pump up and whatnot, and the best band to do that is, of course, Crush 40, because they got so much energy, you know, in their music, and, uh, you know, it's fuel, octane, you know, kind of like, nitro, glycerine, energy, gar, grr, I'm, I'm trying to relate it to cars, I mean, it's like, it's a fast pace, you know, uh, music, and, uh, of course, this is one, uh, song from their self-titled album I believe uh, I believe it's called Crush 40 you know um, and it's uh, Revin Up Revin Up yeah I actually like this is like this one I have this on my DSI and including a few other uh, songs that I listen to uh, randomly when I'm going back and forth to work and whatnot and back and forth to, uh, between two locations most of the time yeah so yeah, anyway, uh, let you listen to this, and uh, we'll be right back with Sonic News Rewind coming up very shortly on the show. Yes. Alright, enjoy, and I'll be right back. Yeah.
Rewind. Hey, welcome back. It's time for Sonic News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live, only on Sonic Sonic Radio, of course. And on Sonic News Rewind, not much Sonic news has been hitting around the bush or beating around the bush for the past week or so. Um, but there has been some little tidbits, including, I get this, the um, Sonic. Uh, most of the Sonic games on the PlayStation Network, uh, or most of the uh, uh, most of the Sonic games on the PSP, sorry, um, has finally made their way onto the PlayStation Network, the US PlayStation Network. Hello, Sony. You're quite stupid in that for form, you know. Just putting it on one, you know, not to, you know, not all of them. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, Sonic Rivals 1, 2, and Sonic Sonic's Genesis Collection, or the Sega Genesis Collection, uh, for the PSP, are now available on the US Marketplace. Uh, being that, uh, a certain device came out this past, this past week. And I'm going to talk about that later on in the show. Not much more information I can say. Uh, sorry, apparently someone's asking me a question, and it's not related to anything uh, on the show, anyway. Um, and also, lastly, the only other piece of news that has been on SonicStadium.org, and this is a little piece that I know myself, which I I, I was actually viewing the latest issue of uh, MVC, uh, uh, which is uh, the Mac uh, the the kind of like Mac, uh, video magazine retailers magazine that uh, tells you all the kind of like retail news. Uh, for all the shops and whatnot, and it had uh, the campaign details or the marketing campaign details for Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olymp or the Olympic Winter Games, and uh, uh, um, so yeah, uh, and. So, some of the things that I was talking about in the news story, obviously, it talks talks about like uh, television ads, cinema ads, you know, newspaper articles, bulletins, stuff like that. In stores, uh, in store kind of like uh, advertisements as well. In like you know, game specialists and you know, game game station, HMV, blah blah blah. You know, you get the deal. Um, but. Uh, yeah, one one of the things that I want to describe a little bit more, and this is an insider thing for the game uh, uh, version of, or the game uh, game campaign uh, for uh, Mario and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games, is the pre-order kind of like campaign, and being that uh, it talks about a pre-order campaign for you know the source, but it doesn't actually go into detail. However, I'll just tell you right now that the game, you know, Game Stores Limited one, 
is just basically if you pre-order the game, you get a mini Sonic, pl uh, you know, a mini Beanie Baby Sonic plush, which was released like oh near enough a year ago. So uh, yeah, if you don't already have one, then you know there you go, you get one, you get another one for free. You know when you pre-order pre and buy Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympic Games. So uh, yeah. Um. Uh, other than that, uh, there's not much really after that. Yeah, it's uh, just not, <laughs> just nothing else. That uh, after that, yeah. So yeah, I that's what I kind of like noticed when uh, I was going. F uh, well, uh, when I uh, one of my colleagues at work was shifting through our uh, point of sale uh, stuff, and um, he. Pulled up and he's like, "Hey, look!" And he's like, "Yeah, pre-order uh, gifts with uh, Sonic, Mario, and Sonic at the Olympic Winter Games." Yeah, so yeah, that's how I know that. So yes, um, and that's pretty much it for all the Sonic news. But uh, of course, you know, with Sonic news over, it gets us to go uh, to what was it? <coughs> Get get us uh, into the next kind of like thing I want to talk about. Now this was related to that uh, story about Sonic Rivals One, Two, and the Genesis Collection being on the PlayStation Network. It's because obviously that those game um, you know those games were on the PSP, and what came out just recently, just like two day like la yesterday even, uh, was the PSP Go. And of course, the P PlayStation uh, PS3 250 gigabyte model as well. But I'm not going to talk about that one. I'm going to talk about the PSP Go. Now, how many people knew the PSP Go was coming out that time? Anyone? Anyone knew that that the PSP Go was going to be coming out that week uh, on Thursday on the thir uh, on the first of October? Anyone? Anyone at all? No. No. Good, because. <laughs> no one, no one on the entire planet didn't know. Uh, and you know why? Because you know, of course, this is a pointless thing. I mean, we had a pre-order campaign for the PSP Go. We had a pre-order campaign for it. You know how many pre-orders we got for the PSP Go? Zero. Absolutely nothing. Nothing. Zip. Zilch. Nana. Not a chance in hell that you're getting at least one person to buy a PSP Go before it even comes out. And uh, it just begs the question. Uh, do you guys, who are listening just now... Um, do you even think that the PSP Go should be around? I mean, and were you actually intend, were you intrigued of actually getting one? Because from my perspective so far, I don't think a single person on this planet would even care of owning a PSP Go. Um, just based on the fact that 
it's just a machine with no UMD drive, and you have to download all your stuff, so you have to be connected to the internet. Basically, that because I can tell you now that near enough about a quarter of a quarter of people who might come into our stores, uh, maybe maybe even less, and it's still out of a it's still a big number of people probably don't have broadband or don't have a phone line or don't have any internet whatsoever. So what is the point of uh, releasing the PSP Go if it's only its only source of material is digital downloads? It doesn't make any sense. I mean I mean, I mean pers personally myself I get a lot of people I <coughs> I talk to a lot of people uh, well I talk to a lot of people on the till and obviously it's like, uh, it's like you know, we say, so, oh, you can go online and whatnot. You can tr try checking online, and then they say to us, and they say, oh, I don't have online, you know. And it's the same with Xbox Live. There's so many people out there that don't have Xbox Live based on the fact that they don't have an internet connection. You know, it's like people have an Xbox 360 and they don't have it, uh, don't have it on live because they don't have an internet connection. And that's a, and I have a I've seen a lot of people and have, you know, when buying an Xbox uh, or trying to sell a 360 to someone, um, it's you know uh, they say uh, I say oh you gotta be going online with this and it's like no we don't have an internet connection, and it it that's pretty much you know Microsoft's big thing. You know, knocked into knocked into the ground, obviously, and it's the same for the PSP Go. I mean, the PSP Go is just DLC constantly. It's no hard media whatsoever. If you want a game, you have to have an internet connection. You have to have an internet account. Otherwise, you're fucked. You know, you have a piece piece of equipment that has only only good uses probably uh, for. You know, if you do have a computer, you can transfer stuff on, uh, transfer stuff from uh, there onto the PSP Go and view it. That's pretty much it. You know, but if you don't have an internet connection, it's pointless. You know, and of course, yes, Shadow Fox, so far, and Project Phoenix are uh, making good points. Obviously, Project Phoenix saying there that uh, it's Sony's way of trying to get into the digital download market, which is you know starting up. Uh, with the likes of you know uh, the iPhone, with uh, you know their kind of like applications and whatnot, um, you know, and all these kind of like mobile phone networks that are releasing games on there uh, for people to you know play on there. And of course, Shadow Fox 04 brings up the price point of being at 225 pounds, 225 pound for a machine that has no UMD drive. And yes, it does have a built-in memory, but still, it doesn't based on the fact that it's one major flaw is that you need and I heavily need to s emphasize here you need an internet connection or you're fucked and that's the biggest drawback it's like it's just too it's just too soon and it's like too soon for people especially here in the UK because there's still not a lot of people out there who who like games but don't have an internet connection or don't have an internet connection to call their own. They probably use use their uh, use an internet cafe or something like that for internet access or something. I don't know, but being that it's like, yeah, um, it's you know, 
<laughs> Alright, Project Phoenix actually points it out again, and it's like, with no internet connection, it's just an expensive 60 gigabyte MP3 player. That's correct. That that is pretty much the PSP Go in a nutshell. If no person, if a person's gonna be buying it and has no internet connection, that's what they're gonna use it for. Or even better, they're gonna use it as a video player or such. If they can put videos on there through a wired connection, I bet it's still Wi-Fi as well. You have to transfer it through a Wi-Fi connection rather than a hard wire connection, which is even more bollocks. So, um. Although Shadow Fox is pointing out that 16 gigs isn't that much um, to hold the games, uh, I, well, personally, I don't know how big the PSP PSP games are. Um, I would have thought that uh, a PSP game would probably equi- uh, come to the equivalent of like, uh, uh, well, that of like, uh, you know. Xbox 360. I mean, Xbox 360 games. And it's like if you can download one, you can. It's a, the largest I've seen for one so far has been like three gigs. Um, there's probably games that are much bigger than that, maybe like seven gigs or something. I, I don't know, but uh, still, I wouldn't. I wouldn't think uh, the PSP UMD games would have actually been that much. I mean, I would have thought at least, you know, at least two gigs, you know, for decent for decently. Uh, designed kind of like game, but uh, but no. Another thing that I also hate with the PSP Go is that it uses a totally different U, uh, totally different uh, extended memory slot. Being that it doesn't use the SD cards that have been with the PSP, the original PSP tr- uh, series. Being that of the trilogy of uh, models, being that of the the base base pack original, the 2000 model and the 3000 model, and um, once in the PSP Go is these M cards, these M SD cards, and Christ, that's just like even that's just a total bollocks, you know, and the 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 price for those cards are even more ecstatic than you know. Than regular SD cards that are out just now. I mean, it's like uh, you can get like a two gig SD card for like you know f- uh, for for the PSP 3000 or whatever uh, for about 14 quid, even less now. You know, um, you can get like a, a 16 gig if you're lucky enough for about like uh, a six uh, like eight or 16 gig. I can't remember how much it would be. Uh, it'd probably be like what 50. 80 quid now nowadays, which which now is actually a good bargain because usually they would be like well over the hundreds. Uh, but uh, no, these it's like what Sony is trying to gain from this, you know, from this new updated model, this UMD-less drive, which again obviously goes back to the point of uh, back in the day. And in fact, you know, back in 2003, even it's like this was a story done in Kotaku.com. Uh, it's like they were talking about UMD is the future, and it's like UMD is the best, you know, obviously best situation for like you know medium and whatnot. And guess what happened? They ditch it after six years, you know, uh, which is just stupid, stupid marketing, it's absolutely stupid marketing. Um, uh, and yeah, it's uh, like 
and does people think that they're you know uh, people who already own a PSP and it's like a either a base pack or a 2000 model or a 3000 model are they gonna trade the are they gonna get rid of those and get the PSP go fuck no because they've wasted so much money that means they've wasted so much money just just to get a brand new machine and get all the games again on onto the uh, onto this uh, the inbuilt memory so frankly personally to me this is gonna be the biggest flop and this is gonna be as big as this, this console here the PSP go itself as a machine is gonna be the biggest flop now this is my prediction here in you know even as big big as a flop as the Virtual Boy. That's why that's where I'm seeing just now. It's like the Virtual Boy was a flop, definitely because its concept was just absolutely ludicrous. But I think the PSP Go's uh, journey of going uh, going to be a flop is uh, that of you know it, it's like it's utterly pointless at this point in time I mean what Sony really 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 should have done was put research market marketing uh, you know research into making the second second version uh, of the PSP it's like the PSP 2 that's what we were looking for not the PSP 1.5 because that's what the go is and it's PSP 1.5 being that of it has no UMD drive. That's it. You know, it's still the same fucking console that has no second analog stick. Doesn't have doesn't have the capability of uh, utilizing the camera very well in its games, um, and still ends up being an absolute mess. Uh, and really, really, it just boggles the mind why Sony has done this really just the only the only logical thing that I can get from this is that of course they want to make a profit and that the PSP go is the only thing that will get a profit out of it but it's not going to get a profit if you're gonna be launching it at a price of 225 for a console that has no UMD drive no way of playing games from a hardened media you know a hardened media disc um and uh you know be able uh, you know be able to play it during any time uh, it 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 just doesn't make any sense i'm sorry it just doesn't uh and really i just think that sony has just lo blew their money on another year this is as bad I can tell you now, this is just as bad as the, just as Nintendo launched the GBA Micro. Anyone remember the GBA Micro? No, because basically that came out like six months, like six months after the DSi came out, or the DS came out, the original DS, and the DS was just like the hottest commodity in, you know, the industry. And then when the GBA Micro came around, no one gave two craps about it, because the the GB uh, the 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 DS had backwards compatibility of Game Boy uh, Game Boy Advance games, so you were sorted. 
and plus what the Micro lacked in what the SP can do, being that the, it, that the GBA SP could uh, play, um, I think it had the, the capabilities of playing like uh, original uh, Game Boy games, I think. Uh, I, I, I think you know, I can't, I can't fully remember, but, uh, but no, it's like it lo it lost that capability. It couldn't, it couldn't play any original uh, Game Boy games or Game Boy Color games. So it was utterly useless, absolutely useless. So Nintendo obviously only had that f out for it as a novelty item for about six months and then ditched it, you know. Um, and this is going to be the exact same with the fucking PSP Go, because that's pretty much it, is that it's just filling up the void to, you know, get uh, get some extra money as such, and, you know, they're just hoping for the best if they can get any profit out of it. And I can tell you now that it will not get any profit. I mean, I can tell you now that I was intrigued of getting the, getting the PSP based on a couple of facts. One, there was Dragon Ball Z games on it, being out of the uh, Shin Budokai series. Uh, I was intrigued, intrigued of actually getting that. Um, also, another thing that I was intrigued of getting was the Power Stone Collection series. Uh, you know, the Power Stone Collection game that was on the PSP. And, um, you know, that was again, that was another game that I was actually intrigued of getting for the PSP. I mean, I was technic technically intrigued in tr getting Sonic Rivals for, you know, Sonic Rivals 1 and 2 on the PSP, just to make, just because of my Sonic, you know, Sonic Collection fanboy and whatnot. But, overall, I just could not see me owning a PSP, based on the fact that the machine itself is quite bollocks, you know. I mean, I'm still, I'm kind of like, uh, you know, uh, pretty, uh, well, I can't, I can't really think of the word for my, uh, for my decision of getting a DSi, or even getting a DS period, because so far I've owned, uh, all three models of the PS, uh, of the DS, uh, being out of the original, the light and now the DSi, and um, I'm I'm even more I'm even intrigued if I actually tra uh, trade in my black to get myself a metallic blue one that was been announced. But I'm trying to resist being that the being of the fact that I I don't need to do that because I've got I've got my DSi it works so what's there's no point you know um so. Yeah, I mean, I fell into, I fell into the trap with Nintendo. Um, I fell into the trap with Nintendo. Period. Because it had two, it had two great Sonic games on it. Um, it had a bunch of other great titles that I would play, uh, and it actually introduced me with uh, to titles that I would n personally wouldn't have played originally, but actually got myself into those series. I.e. Uh, the Another code series and uh, the game uh, Hotel Dusk Room Two One Five, um, and of course it also it also relived uh, you know also got me a chance to get my own kind of a uh, kind of original copy of uh, Resident Evil, uh, being that in the form of Deadly Silence, uh, of course, which is the bad turn uh, twist of Resident Evil DS, 
Um, but uh, other than that, it's like I actually liked the D DS because it actually introduced me more to newer stuff that I liked uh, than what the PSP is offering. Because all of the all well, all of what the PSP is offering so far is a media hub, as such, you know. And frankly, I mean, I've got that now with the DSi. I mean, I can listen to stuff on the go, but um, you know, I w I'm still not able to watch movies and whatnot on the go either. But really, not really that tempted because I watch all my stuff at home. You know, I don't watch anything. You know, I don't intend of like watching a movie on the bus or something like that. I might. I mean, the thought is intriguing, but it's just not something that I actually would like to do, you know. Uh, but, anyway, I just don't see... I don't see the point with the PSP Go in general. I don't... I didn't actually see any point with the PSP in general. Until, uh, until there was certain games that actually caught my interest and actually said, hmm, I, that actually makes me want to get a PSP. But, um, other than that, I've got nothing. I've got nothing in my head whatsoever to, you know, make me get a PSP ever. You know, um, so that's so. Bottom line, I just don't know. I I just think that the PSP Go is going to be the ultimate flop in the uh, in the French uh, in Sony's history. I mean, I thought that was going to be the PSP uh, PS3, but so far the PS3 is actually picking up very well um in ter in terms of like uh you know, with their uh marketing campaign of releasing the slim uh, slimline and uh, uh of course with uh, some of their titles actually uh, propelling their sales quite well. And I can I can easily admit that Easily admit that, but it's still in the third third place position, uh, in in the kind of like you know sales wise you know, uh, but I just personally think that it's just absolutely wrong. So that's my view on it. But what's yours? What's your view on you know the PSP Go? Do you think it's actually worth worth Sony's time, effort, and money to actually uh, produce this console this late into their handheld, you know, handheld uh, kind of like genre. I mean, listen, uh, listen to this, guys. And it's like this is the f this is the fourth incarnation of 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 consoles of just one console. I mean, Nintendo. Sure enough, they have uh, three. Uh, generations of uh, co uh, of their console being that of the you know DS first, then DS Lite, and then DSi. Um, but the PSP with Sony, it's it's just too it's too much. Really, it is. I mean, it's like uh, having a fourth model come out now is just not right. I mean, it just doesn't. It just boggles my mind. Really, I just don't know I don't see the bigger picture that Sony is trying to imply onto us um, so yeah if you've got your views of what 
the the conflict situation with the PSP Go in your eyes is, then go ahead, knock yourself out, gives gives a holler and give us your opinion. Um, so yeah. Um, So anyway, I think we better get into another musical break uh, with that off. Uh, where is it? Uh, <laughs> speaking of, you know, like uh, Sony and their marketing plans and whatnot, uh, it kind of reminded me of the, the song that I played quite a while ago, uh, being of uh, Doc Adams' How to Kill Your Brand song, and this was related to the PS3, and of course, it's like the song lyrics in here are actually not not contradicting to what has actually happened now, being that of uh, Killzone 2 uh, actually being marginally successful, but not still successful enough, I think, and it's like, no one's been talking about Killzone 2 for quite a while now, so, um, so yeah, it's, it, it's just baffling it's like how you know the PS3 games the so the big hype that they have and then suddenly it just fizzles out after a while and no one talks about it you know it's like I haven't heard any, any other person talk about how great um, Killzone 2 is now it's like no one talks about it you know I don't know why it maybe maybe because it's great for a good good time and then after a while it just gets a little monotonous maybe I don't know uh, that's how I usually see it, but yeah. Um, anyway, here's Doc, Ag uh, Doc Adams, uh, "How to Kill Your Brand," hilarious song. Uh, I love my hilarious songs, and uh, you will too, because this is a hilarious song that you will like. If not, I force feed you my, 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 my. my it's like uh, my copy of the Pokemon soundtrack. <laughs> And it was like, I'll force feed it down you. It's like, sharp ends first. Yeah, so, anyway. Enjoy the song, and I'll be right back with Turbo's first impressions on the two demos that I've played this past week. Stay tuned. Step one, you make your console cost the most You beat your chest and proudly boast Despite no good exclusive games You make a bunch of ridiculous claims Then ignore our need to play online Don't make it fun like Xbox Live Use Blu-ray, which I don't need Now you're getting your Kicked by the Wii Sony, you went wrong With your PS3 I'll just keep playing my 360 Hope this song has helped You understand Now you know How you killed your brand Bill Harrison, yeah Except you didn't beta test Sure, I can surf the net But I can't find my gaming friends Said Halo 3, don't worry you In 
Instead, you offer Killzone 2. But Killzone 1 sucked before. So what made you think we wanted more? Sony, you went wrong with your PS3. I'll just keep playing my 360. Hope this song has helped you understand. Now you know how you killed your brand. PlayStation, what we have done successfully over the last 12 or 13 years is to, uh, uh, gonna be, uh, um, um, uh, I, uh, we're gonna do some things a little differently. We're gonna, um, uh, um, 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 I don't have any comment to make. Sony, you went wrong with your PS3. I'll just keep playing my 360. Hope this song has helped you understand. Now you know how you killed your brain. Sony, you went wrong with your PS3. I'll just keep playing my 360. Hope this song has helped you understand. Now you know how you killed your brand. Yeah, Phil, one question real quick. A lot of players say they want to be able to play online without jumping through a bunch of hoops. Do you have any plans to make the PlayStation 3 not suck as much when you go to play someone else online? We know that that's a compelling feature for um, certain players in, the, in the certain segments of the audience. Um, but as to specific plans or um, features, I don't have any comment to make. Turbo's first impressions. Hey, welcome back. It's time for Turbo Sourced Impressions on Turbo Drive Live, only on Sega Sonic Radio. Yes, number one place for Sonic music. Yeah. And, uh,. <clears throat> With uh, uh, Turbo's first impressions this week, it's two game demos that I was able to play this past week. One later on, uh, earlier on this week, and the other about like f three hours ago. Yeah, it was that recent. Um, and let's talk about the one that I played earlier this week. Be Nats of the demo that is exclusive for people to pre-order the same game. And you get pre-order, you get like a code for the demo that you can insert into Xbox Live or PlayStation Network, depending on which version that you pre-ordered, and you'll be able to download the demo. Now, the game is, of course, Brutal Legend, and this is a game that has been, you know, it's been kind of like on a bounce, you know, kind of, it's kind of like. It's like, should I or shouldn't I most of the time, based on the fact that it's got a single-player campaign, which I'm liking so far, but it's got gameplay elements that actually deteriorate, you know, deteriorate my kind of, like, view of a good action game. And, uh, sadly, the demo doesn't actually show you how to do, or doesn't have that segment in the game where you actually... 
uh, take control of AI characters and you tell them stand, stay, attack, blah, whatever. Um, <clears throat> and you know that was just one of the main things that kind of like deteriorated me from, you know, or distanced me from the game. Uh, I mean, I love the concept. I love the characters. You know, it's like I love I love Jack Black being as uh, Eddie Riggs, and he just portrays him very well. Um, and I love the the whole kind of like concept of it. But so far, I'm not liking the 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 kind of like uh, take control of AI characters and then send them out and do your bidding, blah blah blah. It's too overlordish. I and me personally, I hated or Overlord. Um, I've tried I tried playing the game, but it was just too annoying. I would just rather be as myself to go in and just go and you know slay stuff, slay stuff by myself. I don't want anyone else to do that for me. I just want to go in, do it myself, and beat the living shit out of anyone. But it does have that, but it doesn't as well. You know, it has other things. So, so yeah, it kind of, you know, deteriorates me a bit, you know. Um, and also the other thing that's kind of like thrown me away just now is the announcement of multiplayer. And I'm thinking to myself, how can you put multiplayer in a game like this? And it's like, and it's, it's a skirmish kind of like multiplayer. So obviously you've got, you know, you've got your minions again, and it, it's basically all that. It's not like a deathmatch kind of thing. It, it, although, it is kind of like a deathmatch multiplayer as such. From what I've seen from the re most recent trailer that came out, um, but it's still in the kind of the same form of lines as Command and Conquer and whatnot, and that, that there is just a little monotonous in the way, but because I just don't like that type of gameplay. It's just something that just doesn't appeal to me. And if it's the multiplayer, which I have seen that there is multiplayer achievements for, it's going to be a pain in the fucking ass. Um, so really, the game it's the game itself, the, those concepts there, the the multiplayer and the kind of like skirmish kind of like gameplay and the kind of like uh, so, uh, command your troops kind of gameplay. That's the only things that are drawing me away. The, however, the ge uh, demo doesn't have that. It just has your straightforward comedy kind of like uh, situations from the very first cutscene. Because I love the story. I love the story of it. I love how hilarious it is. I love how it's just like taking the piss out of music today. Uh, of how... Uh, rock and metal has been portrayed as such, you know. Um, it's like it just it's from the opening cutscene alone, and uh, and that's what I like about it. It just likes doing that, and then it just totally, you know, blows that out of the water and just uh, enters us into this fantasy world of where metal is, you know, the kind of like. Uh, Groundworks, groundworks of the world, you know. Um, but yeah, other than that, I just like, pfft, you know, I don't know where to get the game. I mean, 
hell, I might get the game and play it on my dummy. Uh, might play it on my dummy account that I have, uh, and not get the achievements on my main account. Uh, but other than that, I just, you know, I just want to play the game. I want to play through the story and see what the story's like, you know, the full way. But anyway, from the demo, you get you get to know all the kind of like basic stuff. Uh, like uh, using your axe, using your magic guitar, being able to summon lightning and pyrotechnics. Um, uh, you get to introduce, uh, get to be introduced to one of the uh, you know uh, assist characters that uh, comes along to your need, uh, and also you get to ride the the druid plow, as such. Uh, it it is called something else. It's uh, uh, I can't remember the other name for it, but. Uh, it's it, it's as known as the druid plow so yeah um and yeah i just find it hilarious and fun to play you know and uh of course uh the game does have uh aspects in the game where you can actually either censor the censor the swear words in the game and censor the kind of like uh the kind of like uh, gore in the game, which is good, you know, and it actually happens in the middle of the first cutscene, where it's like uh, where Eddie Riggs is about to swear, but the, the cutscene stops to actually give you the choice of whether to, you know, be able to hear any swears or bleep them out, and it's that hilarious. Um, and again, it stops, and as it continues through the cutscene, it stops again to say, "Do you want to see any gore?" Uh, in it, where you know, obviously heads can like get decapitated and whatnot. And do you want to see that? And yeah, I would say yes or no. And uh, you know, it depends. Of it, obviously, the scene differs depending on which one you sh you know chosen. And that and that changes for the entire you know for the entire game. Um, so. So, uh, so if you chose chose in that first cutscene, uh, you want no swearing. That's it, you know. Uh, until you go into the options menu and retoggle it, saying that you do want some swearing in it. So, and so, yeah. So you can either say, you know, yes, yes, please swear, or no, don't swear, please, or bleep it out, please. Um, but yeah. And that's why I like. That's what I've liked so far from the demo. It's like uh, the trying to do the combat and whatnot. It's a little tricky at first. Uh, being that I I've been a little rusty from my days of playing uh, Devil May Cry 4 uh, religiously, uh, or even Sonic Unleashed for that matter. Um, it's like I'm totally rusty now. So yeah, it's it's all right. But other than that. You know. Uh, what else? What else? What else? What else? That's pretty much it. And it's like, uh, and all that. And I, I just love the kind of like, I just love the dialogue that's in the game. It's like, uh, uh, you know, it's like Jack Black after defeating a big monster. He says, uh, "Ah, you won't be French." Uh, uh, will be uh, 
able to do a French, uh, French kiss on me or whatever, and then his his female uh, accomplice just goes goes around, turns around and says, "What's French? What's French kissing?" You know, and he's like, "Uh, oh, well, <laughs> hold on a second, just slay it a little again," um, and then says, "I will show you the art of French kissing." <laughs> And of course, they didn't actually get a chance to do it because uh, the monster was able to get up and you know destroy the gate and whatnot, and they had to be on their merry way with uh, the druid parallel and whatnot. Um, and that's 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 the kind of comedy that I like in the game so far. It's it's very tongue in cheek, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I am actually I do. That that's just the main strong point is its story. It's kind of like hum humorous story to it, and I just l would like to actually see it being progressed. But again, like I said, many things are drawing me away that I haven't actually played yet, and that's like, this. and I've already described that, so I'm not going to repeat myself again. So anyway, overall, Brutal Legend is a good is it something that you should check out? Well, I totally recommend to go to your latest game, nearest game store. Uh, if you're in the UK or your GameStop store, if you're in the States, uh, and check it out, uh, like put a pre-order down and get yourself a pre-order code and be able to play it. Unless it's already available on Xbox Live Marketplace or PlayStation Network for free. Anyway, just give it a try, give it a shot, see how you like it and, you know, uh, it'll just go down from there. Now the second game that I want to be talking about, a second demo that I just uh, just recently played, like literally an hour ago or two hours ago, or okay, three hours ago then, um, and it's just up on Xbox Live Marketplace, and no one knew, no one actually told us that this demo actually came around, and it's the demo for Ghostbusters the video game. Which finally hit on the uh, you know Xbox uh, Live Marketplace over here in the UK right now, and I've had a shot. What do I think about it? It's confusing. I'm sorry, but it is a little confusing to try to play the, that game. It's just a wee bit confusing, and here's why. It's like there are so many buttons. It's, again, this this kind of like comes from kind of like Bionic Commando syndrome. Uh, and I'm not talking about the rearmed game. I'm talking about the retail game, the 360 update, uh, 360 PS3 update. And it just has so many buttons to use. And you're trying to, you're going through this chapter on this demo, and you're just like, you're trying to figure out how to do this. And it's like, what, 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 what's this do? And it's like, what's that? What am I looking for? What am I doing? You know, it, that's pretty much what's all it is. Is that pretty much. So really it's uh it's it, it it's a game I it, again it's a game that I would like to actually know play it for its story rather than for anything else. And because it's going to be coming out later later next month in November over here in the UK for the Xbox 360 um there's going to be fuck all people playing it now. Seriously, it's like no one's gonna be fucking playing it. Um, so what's the point of it? But what's the point of buying it if there's no one gonna be playing it, playing the multiplayer of it? 
no one's going to be playing any multiplayer of it. So that kind of sucks. And uh, yeah, it's just bollocks, really, really is. So, but overall, do I actually? I mean, it's like um, I love Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters has been a piece of childhood that I've uh, that I've liked over the uh, over the years, and still do. You know, it's it's a cult phenomenon that uh, has never died, and everyone still remembers. Um, or anyone anyone at the age of twenty or twenty uh, twenty five or thirty still remembers. You know. Uh, and you know it's it's just something that i just like you know it's like i like i like ghostbusters and it's like i used to watch the anime uh, animated series a lot as well and that was something there uh i even got as far as like you know liking the uh kind of like alternative alternative universe kind of like animated series the uh extreme ghostbusters i even got into that a little bit um where it, obviously the key point, uh, the key the key character that they kept throughout the entire series was Egon, and I love Egon. Egon's like fantastic, um, like being able to have all that kind of like uh, 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 paranormal mumbo jumbo going around in his head, and he blurts that out. Um, but yeah, it's like Ghostbusters as a whole, I just love, yeah. You know. But the game. It's just a little confusing, just trying to do this, that, and the next thing. And you know, I actually had trouble trying to actually navigate <laughs> uh, in the in the demo. It's like trying to navigate where to go next, and it's like no one tells me where to go. You know, there's no waypoint system uh, where it actually tells you. You just take out your PKE PKE meter. Is it PKE? Or PKE, PK, oh PK, PK, yeah, I PK, PKA, e, whatever. Um, and you're just like taking out the PK, PK, PKE meter, whatever. Um, and you take it out, and you have to search around to see where the fuck things uh, things are and also you have to scan stuff you have to scan things that are possessed and you have to scan things that are ghosts and you said just to get their bio and what their weaknesses and what their strengths are and whatnot and it's like uh, it, it gets a little monotonous you know just a little bit And then, of course, obviously, trying to do, trying to have, you know, trying to trap ghosts, capturing them, and trying to trap them is a little, is a little hard, you know, just a little bit, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's just something that you know, couldn't I couldn't really couldn't really tell. If I liked it or not, you know. Um, so, with Ghostbusters, if you want to try the demo for the Xbox 360, if you haven't played the, if you haven't played Ghostbusters yet, or you don't own it, and it's like most of the people in the states should have played it and should have owned it by now. 
Um, but uh, for the UK, if you're in the UK, you haven't gotten it for the Xbox 360, uh, or well, if you're waiting to play it on the Xbox 360, uh, or you haven't played it on the PS3 or whatnot, then try out the demo, give it a shot. It it'll it'll have your it'll give you a perspective of what you're hopefully gonna get in the full game, obviously, but. Uh, me personally, I I think because it's just taken so long to get released over here in the UK uh, on the 360 because it was a timed exclusive on the PS3 and the PS2, um, yeah, I just don't see it actually making me want to get the game, really, in all honesty, uh, and especially at full price if it is at full price because there that's no need. There's no need for that to be for a 360 game to be released uh, that was already on another format and being released on full price. So, really. But anyway, uh, that's that, that done uh, for me talking about. So, yeah. Uh, <coughs> uh, going back to the sub subject of PSPs uh, or the PSP Go and whatnot, uh, Project Phoenix has his two cents saying that uh, uh, you know the biggest fail on the PSP Go's front um, is making it cost nearly as uh, nearly the same price as its main home console, which also has its upgrade out on the same day. <laughs> Sorry, uh, bugs flying around. Um, and I totally agree. It's like uh, the uh, the pricing for it. It's like uh, 225 quid for the PSP Go, whereas the most recent price cutted version. Of uh, the PS3, which is 249.99. Uh, $249 Holy hell, that's like a 25 pound difference. It's like for between the price of a handheld and a big console. I mean, that is inexcusable. Really, it is. Really, 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 really it is. I mean, honestly, that just. That just, oh dear. Honestly, I if obviously only a brain dead idiot who has no skills in mathematics would make the mistake of buy, uh, buying a PSP Go over a PS3. Uh, really, it just does, and it just boggles the fucking mind. I just swear to God. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, Project Phoenix there is totally right. Someone at Mark, uh, some someone in Sony's marketing department needs to be shot multiple times, uh, and possibly dropped an A bomb on them. Uh, personally, I would like to give them an F bomb, but uh, other than that, pfft, oof. Christ. Uh, so yeah, I totally agree with that. Right, so everyone else is silent except for like Project Phoenix and of course uh, Shadowfox04 who came out in quite a little bit later as well. Um, it's like, does no one else have any opinions on the PS PSP Go or Sony's marketing plan? I mean, you know, come on people. It's like, user interaction here. It's like, ugh, anyway. 
But anyway. Uh, might as well play some requests. Uh, that came through just recently. Being that off. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Labyrinth Zone for, uh, or from uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, the original 1991 classic. And uh, another one being that of uh, All Hail Shadow by Magnify, which was from Shadow the Hedgehog. I think I played that last week, didn't I? I think I did. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, enjoy these songs and I'll be right back uh, with more Turbo Drive Live randomness. Woo! Yay! So yeah, and yeah, anyway, enjoy.
back. Yes, so there you go. Um, <clears throat> a couple of things I want to point out just now. Um, I just recently got myself back uh, Sega uh, Sega Rally on the Xbox 360. However, I bought it on Xbox Live Marketplace. Yeah, I wasted 20 quid off my cash on a game just for some achievements. Yeah. Um, based on the fact that um, before, well, I complete, I fully got 1,000 game score on LDST. There you go. Sorry. Um, but obviously my gamer score was quite odd, being at 33,900. So I was going through my list of games and seeing what which games I can get achievements for to clean up on. And the only two games that I, that really I didn't get F all achievements from was Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball, which I'll never go play again because it's just too fucking retarded and difficult. And um Sega Rally. Now, Sega Rally I knew was already on the Xbox Live Marketplace, but I thought, what's the point of buying it if I'm just going to try and get some achievements from it? But my ignorance got the best of me, and I bought it on Xbox Live Marketplace for 20 quid. 20 quid, honestly. I mean, I could have saved myself 10 quid uh, for getting the hard copy, or even no quid whatsoever if I asked, if I just simply asked uh, for the what was it the promotional game uh that i that was uh that i gave to one of my colleagues at work uh because i got bored of it and whatnot and you know uh, i just said you know what here you go you wanted it here you go um but of course i'm just too stupid so uh so with that uh, basically I was trying to get like another hundred achievement points, and that was the equivalent of like trying to get like five achievements in the game or something, or three. I I don't know, but the one achievement that I was totally trying to find, trying to get in, um, you know, in the game was secret one. And what the achievement secret one is is to win a race. Win a, win a race without hitting anything, with no collisions. That means no collisions on the invisible walls, no collisions on the cars, nothing. Don't collide with anything. Now, I can tell you now that that is a very hard achievement to do. A very hard thing to do. I mean, just as hard as one of the other achievements on Sega Rally being that of finishing first in every race in every championship you know and that's hard and that's worth 100 mark uh, that's worth 100 gamer score uh that one and i can tell you now that that is difficult very difficult indeed and but no the secret one is by far one of the more difficult to, uh difficult ugh, more challenging achievements that I've actually come across just as just as challenging as uh you know you know Guitar Hero 3's going uh, completing uh through the fire and flames on expert you know uh, 
it's that it's that hard, you know. But with through the fire and flames, it's only fifteen G, um, uh, to just literally complete the game on ex uh, complete the uh, song on expert. It's even only like twenty uh, G for completing expert mode itself, you know, and then twenty five G for completing all the all the modes in the game. So really, you know. Sega Rally definitely, you know, worth its weight in gold for achievements, you know, in terms of that single achievement. But I can tell you, it took me a good while to finally do it. But here's the more embarrassing thing about it. Uh being that um um it's been two years since I've played the game. Yeah, it's been two years. Uh, it came out in 2007. This is 2009, and it actually shows on my achievements uh, date, it, on my achievement dates. Um, being that uh, on, you know, it's like on Sega Rally, it's like uh, all the other achievements was in October 2007, and now it's October 2009, and this is me just starting trying to get achievements from it again. It's just, it's kind of awkward. So, yeah. It's it's very awkward. Um, so anyway, uh, I don't know. It's like I just totally don't see why. I I I don't know why I just done done that. Spend twenty quid to just get a hundred G uh, from a game that I near enough just couldn't be bothered trying to complete. Um, so yeah, but you never know. I might actually go and uh, go on to again and try to do some more achievements from it. I don't know. It's it's questionable, but uh, I'll try. I'll try, but uh, <laughs> there's no guarantees. Um, anything else? I think I did have something else in in mind of talking about. Um, it's like I was. I already talked about ODST, and it's like I got 1,000 game score on it. Woohoo! You know, woohoo! You know, uh, took a while though because I can tell you now, trying to find people to play Firefight is just as bad as trying to find people play. Uh, just as bad as trying to find people to play the campaign uh, with someone or with a group of people. I can tell you, it's that bad, and um. It's even just as bad when you're trying to help other people who don't have certain achievements while you have 1,000 gamer score and you're you're willing to help people, but there are still still people out there who still become royal dicks, really, you know. So yeah, it it's uh, that was just one thing that just happened this week, and I was quite pissed off at uh, for people who have little to no you know attention um just trying to think of anything else that uh, came to mind uh, oh yeah I got a lot of people uh, <laughs> saying oh the achievements for Modern Warfare 2 is out woohoo it's like achievements yay and I'm having a look through it here, and I can tell you now that this is just absolutely fucking retarded. There's 50 achievements available. 
50 achievements. I mean, come on. And it's like the highest highest rating one is uh, for 90G, complete the single player campaign on hardened or veteran difficulty. Oh man, that's got to be really brutal. You know. Um, it's like Harden or Veteran, you know. And there's even achievements uh, for the individual kind of like uh, um, kind of like the individual chapters that says complete it, complete this chapter on Veteran difficulty, you know. So that's even more annoying. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> what a ball! What a whole, whole load of balls, eh? Um, there's, uh, it doesn't actually have much on multiplayer achievements, I think. Um, it's like it talks about the special ops uh, missions, like wh which is like the co-op uh, uh, mode of like uh, you know the game, not like the versus mode. But other than that, there's nothing in the achievements list that talks about, um, yeah, the the multiplayer. So they actually listen to the fans. Is that no multiplayer achievements are in this game? <laughs> it's all sing it's pretty much all single player achievements. Uh, or pretty much anyway. Anyway, uh, do, 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 do. oh yeah, one thing that I really wanted to talk about, which I probably won't have time to bitch about right now, is uh, Capcom, um, you know, Capcom uh, copying out, and uh, um, this is this is the uh, to regards of the announcement of Resident Evil 5 Altered Edition for the PS3. And Super Street Fighter 4. Now I can tell you now that those games are an absolute cop out to their originals, uh, especially Resident Evil 5. Uh, being that of, they're going the same route as Resident Evil 4. Being that they're gonna put it onto a, uh, put it on the system that has motion control. Being that they want to use the motion control uh, that uh, is available on the PS3. You know the 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 fake uh, the Wiimote with the ball on the end, you know, and I'm just thinking to myself, oh my god, what a cop out that Capcom are. I mean, um, yeah, so, and Project Phoenix to just to let you know, it's a retail release. It's not gonna be full price retail, but still retail release nonetheless. It's gonna be a completely different game altogether. Street, Super Street Fighter 4. I'll tell you that. So, uh, <clears throat> uh, um, but yeah, uh, what was it? And Project Phoenix, to answer your question, yes, I am an achievement for. Have you not known this? You know, <laughs> most of the most of the time when I'm bragging about, you know, certain games. I mean, if you if you were, you know, an early listener, well back in the day, and it's like I constantly bragged about uh, me 1000ing Sonic 06. You know, 
Uh, anyway. But yes, uh, no. Uh, St- Super Street Fighter 4 is going to be its own, uh, its own game. It's going to have, you know, it's going to have extra characters in it, but and it's going to have tweaks here and there. And and oh yes, I it's going to have it's not going to be full retail price. Oh no, it's not. Uh but still, it's still a fucking cop out being that it's, like, it's the same as every Street Fighter. I mean, you look at the entire Street Fighter franchise and you say you see the many iterations of Street Fighter 2 and you know, you see the many inter- iterations of iterations of Street Fighter 3 you know, you just know it, you know, but um, Resident Evil 5 is just, I personally um, am pissed off at Resident Evil 5 being that, again, they're, they're, they're putting content in the game that doesn't need to be there, being that off, uh, the they're putting in a flashback of Chris and uh, Jill, Val- uh, Chris Redfield and Jill Valentine who were investigating the uh, Spencer mansion or Spencer estate um, uh, that was, you know, f- that was talked about in Resident Evil 5, and and I'm like, what? Why? You know, uh, it just doesn't make any sense. Ugh. So yeah, I'm I'm just really pissed off at uh, um was it a cut at Capcom just now with uh, those cop outs right now of Super Street Fighter 4 and Resident Evil 5 Altered Edition. It it and plus Altered Edition. I mean, what's the what kind of title is that? Altered Edition. Yeah, fantastic. Just don't call it anything else. Just don't call it, uh, you know, we'll still want to refer it as Resident Evil 5 because it's basically just going to be Resident Evil 5, but we've altered it a little bit. Oh, God, I am seriously pissed off, you know. And if there is an Xbox 360 version of that, I'm not going to get it. You know why? Because I spent a lot of money on Resident Evil 5 already and you know to have this altered edition just come out and if it's gonna have its brand new it's like, if it was DLC fair enough I would buy the DLC for my own copy of Resident Evil 5 but I do not want to buy a brand new retail game for some altered little things I've done that before and I regret doing that I've done that with Resident Evil 4 I've done that with uh, what was that another game um uh, with Sonic Adventure and Sonic Adventure 2, you know, I did. I bought the GameCube uh, versions of those just based on the fact that it had little mini things that are in there. I mean, Res- uh, Sonic Sonic the Hedgehog uh, or Sonic Adventure DX on the GameCube uh, GameCube had more to offer, being that you can play all the Sonic titles that was released for the Game Gear um, as you al- unlock them, and you can also play as Metal Sonic, which was kind of nice. Um, but other than that, it's like I don't think of anything else. I'm just like, I just don't see it. It's and of course, I didn't get the Game of the Year edition of uh, of 
Gears of War 2 based on the fact that I have Gears of War and I bought all the DLC that was available for it on, you know, where it was belo- where it belonged, which was on fucking Microsoft uh, on Xbox Live Marketplace. And what the Game of the Year edition had was just basically all that I've just bought. So there was no point. Um, so yeah, I've learned my mistake. And I'm not going to do it again. Or try, I'm, I'm trying not to do it again. Because I still keep doing it with like uh, with the likes of uh, the Sonic, uh, Sonic games being released on Xbox Live Arcade. And thus I already have most of them available on... Um, Sonic the Hedgehog uh, on the uh, Ultimate Mega Drive collection or Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection or whatever you want to call it. But, uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm, um, you know, uh, milking this too far out now, so I'm just going to be finishing this off uh, with... A song that hasn't been played for quite a while, and I haven't actually listened to it for quite as wa- quite a while as well. I mean, it's been a long time since I've played or listened listened to this track fully, and I think you people haven't listened to this original uh, this original track either for quite a while too. I think anyway, and of course it is. The the song that catapulted, catapulted the the career of one man from one game that will that doesn't exist anymore, and you know it's uh, obviously spawned many re- remake uh, remixes and got him to get a contract with a Japanese publisher and get his own get his own album released in Japan and it's quite successful and whatnot. Yeah, I'm talking about Lee Brovington, aka ben- Bentley Jones, um uh, and his original version of Dreams of an Absolution, uh, which came out for of course Sonic 06. So enjoy this, I will be heading off and don't forget uh, to tune in to all the other shows that'll be coming out uh that'll be being uh aired. Including the ones this weekend. You, you know, you should know by now because you listen to those more more often than Turbo Drive Live. That's for sure. Yeah, it's like especially especially the two on the Sunday. Anyway, yeah, uh, you know what I'm talking about bastards. Anyway, so dreams of an absolution. Enjoy or suffer, depending on what what your preference is. And catch you all next one uh, next week, same time, same place, only on Sega Sonic Radio. It's Turbo Drive Live. Signing out. Bye bye.
dream of an absolution. Sonic Radio, the number one source for Sonic music.